This episode is proudly brought to you by MBL Energy. For all your commercial solar needs, you can go to www.mbl-energy.com. In a world where everyone is stressed out with homework and responsibilities, Trent and Jeff are here to remind you to hang loose. Welcome, everybody, to episode 15, Hanging with Ryan Scripps. Guys, I just had the opportunity to interview a voice contestant, Ryan Scripps, country singer, um, super great guy. Um, tune in right now to hear um, a little bit about his experiences on the show um, and kind of the highs and lows of what it takes to be an artist. Super stoked about this episode. Guys, stay tuned for the whole thing. Make sure to follow Hangin' Loose Podcast actually on Instagram. We just made it, Hangin' Loose Pod. We're going to be releasing some preview stuff, a lot of photos and videos. Um, So if you are listening, go check that out on Instagram, and then I will give um, the handles to Ryan Scripps um, in this episode. Stay tuned. Um, Guys, here it is. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Today we have a very special guest, Ryan Scripps. Um, season 13 of The Voice. Ryan, it's good to have you. Thanks, man. Dude, thanks for I'm, coming uh, on. I'm glad you had me on, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you coming on. I'm, I'm excited for this. Sure. So um, usually how we start things off, um, before we jump into the meat of the episode, I'm um, going to share a little bit of highs and lows of the week. It can be one high, one low. You can just share a low. Um, I can start it off if you want it, if you, if you need some time to think. Sure, man. It's, it's all, right. all you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my low for the week. Um, so I'm obviously studying uh, at school right now. And we just started intramurals. And I decided to play some intramural softball. And I haven't played baseball since I was four. So softball is not something that uh, I'm very good at. But <laughs> some, for some reason, the team thought it was a good idea for me to pitch. And long story short, I was throwing a whole lot of a bunch of balls like I was it was rough and the team was like oh good eye good eye good eye and then I was like well it's not a good eye because I throw balls every time but we ended up winning we ended up winning which was good um but yeah hopefully my uh my softball skills can need a little bit of work but softball's fun man but yeah I I can't play softball for crap so did you, did you play baseball in high school <laughs> you played baseball right no no I uh I played some sports growing up, but I did, um, I did like hockey. Uh, I did basketball, did soccer. Oh, I I played hockey too. Did you play for junior sharks? No, no. I actually, I I never like joined an actual team. I did like these, I was super young. I played for like a year or two when I was like, like six or seven. Oh, so I wish I would have kept going because I I love hockey. I'm a huge San Jose Sharks fan. Yeah. Wish I still played. <laughs> yeah, hockey's fun. Uh, yeah, no, I my brother grew up playing, so I like my second home was always the ice cream growing up. So those big. Cool. Your brother's older. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. So so that was my low. Um, need a little work on that. And then high. Um, I sold my truck that was at school and actually had my Jeep shipped out. Got here yesterday, so I'm pretty stoked about that. To have oh, that. nice. In Lynchburg, Lynchburg, Virginia. But enough That's about awesome, me. Man. Enough about me. Ryan Scripps, yeah. highs and lows. So my, my high of the week, 
Um, man, it's only Tuesday. Um, but I would, I would say I had a couple shows over the weekend and Sweet. that was, uh, that was my high. Um, I love what I do during the week. I'm a CrossFit coach. So I love, I love seeing everybody in the gym and, and getting to coach everybody up every day. Um, my low probably, probably just getting up actually probably haven't. So I, I work super early in the morning. Like I coach, you know, 5am classes, 6 oh, wow. classes during the week um over at nc fit here in san jose and so my low it's not necessarily getting up super early it's having to go to bed late or go to bed early. yes i like, feel that i try to go to bed at like nine o'clock i i do well on like six hours plus sleep but it's tough when i don't get six hours and i'm you know getting That's up in the morning. it's a little rough but but uh yeah so just getting to bed early man it's it's rough i feel that i mean i have I mean, I have class early, early ish on Tuesday, Thursday. And it's I like I, in the summer, I go to bed super early because I, you know, have my own room, whatever. But everyone's always up hanging out. And oh, it's like getting up at seven, like getting up at seven in the summer, piece of cake, go to bed 930. Yeah. But well, if I'm in bed by midnight, it's like, wow. That's oh, perfect. yeah. So I totally, that's rough, man. Yeah, because I'm, I'm getting up to coach a 5 a.m. class. I'm getting up oh at 330. So I'm getting up like in the middle of the night and then it's a crazy dynamic because then I'll be playing shows on the weekend and I won't even get to bed till 3.30 because <laughs> I'll be playing, you know, we play nightclubs and country bars and stuff. And we'll play yeah. till there's one bar that we played till actually coming up this weekend, Mavericks in Pleasanton. Oh, sick. California. We're playing till like 1 a.m. So that's going to be a super late night. By the time, you, you know, tear down all the equipment, load the car up, and then drive home. It's like, dude, I'm getting up during the week. The time I'm getting to bed, so it's a it's a crazy that's dynamic. But that's it's good. a rough sleeping on the weekends. Yeah, that's a <laughs> rough sleeping time. schedule. Yeah, the life of a musician, man. Yeah, man. No, it's it's been fun, dude. I I uh, I love to play shows anytime I can. So it's it's like my weekend job is playing shows, and then weekday I'm I'm coaching people up at uh over at nc fit so it's good Boom. there you go any any lows for the week um low so my low would probably just be getting like last night <laughs> getting up that's a butt crack of dawn yeah man <laughs> getting to bed early but getting up getting up's not too bad like it's just like the fact that i'm i'm laying there in bed just trying to fall asleep at nine o'clock Dude. It's just like, well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be sitting here for 45 minutes, just like <laughs> staring up at the ceiling. Take some melatonin; it'll knock you right out. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. That's my awesome. and my wife, my wife doesn't like. She can't go to bed early, so like she'll, bed come, all in, she'll come in at like yeah. She she has a like a nine to five regular job during the week, so she doesn't have to get up super early. So she normally goes to bed at like like between midnight and 1 a.m. That's like a normal night for, I don't know how she I'm getting it. up in two hours. <laughs> so yeah, right? It's so, like she goes to bed and I'm getting up like a couple hours later. <laughs> so, that's crazy, crazy, man. I love it. So she'll come in, she'll come in the, she'll come in the room and like I'll wake up for a second and I'll be like, oh man, I got to fall back to sleep all over again. <laughs> Damn. But, so, so do you usually coach like just, you have like just morning classes? Or how does that? No, I, I do some afternoon classes too. Okay. Yeah. Did off to come uh, train with you? Yeah, I do. I do. I do mainly morning classes though, like early early mornings. Okay. Uh, a few days a week, and then a couple of the other days I'm doing you know afternoon evening classes. So, there you go. 
Sick. Yeah. When I when I get back, I should uh, come train with you for a little bit. You should, man. You should. Have you done crossing before? Um, like you're no. doing something similar, weren't you? I I was doing a lot of ninja stuff, which is like somewhat similar. Oh yeah, you were uh, the ninja warrior, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? yeah. So that awesome, was. Man. So I was I was just I mean last year was like the first it was all like new to me so I'm kind of yeah. starting to like practice more and stuff but yeah I I'd be super down to to do some CrossFit I don't think I've ever I mean I've done workouts that are like CrossFit workouts but not like yeah consistent. not like super specific right yeah but I'd be down Dude, yeah man Let's anytime you're in the Bay Area come hop into class I got I you <laughs> I love it so. As we kind of dive in here, um, season 13 of The Voice, speaking of TV shows, Mr. Ryan yeah. Scripps. Um, so kind of to start this conversation, how did, like, what made you want to apply to the show in the first place? So, so it's kind of, so going back, like, rewind, like, six, seven years ago, six years ago, um, was actually the very first time I ever auditioned for The Voice. And really? I just had people, people telling me that, I could do it. Like people were motivating me. Um, I wanted to do it. And so I, my very first audition was like six years ago um, in really? Las Vegas. That was my very first ever audition for the show. Obviously that was like season six. Um, and then I made it through a few rounds. Cause what most people don't know is there's like, there's like four auditions. It's a huge long, like months long process before you actually make it to the blinds. Oh, so wow. like, when you get on stage in front of the coaches, that's like, the fifth audition you've like basically made it at that point so so that first time i auditioned um six years ago i made it up to the last round before the blinds and then i was cut so i didn't make it to the blinds then and then i took a little bit of time to you know took some time away to, to work on my vocals and stuff and really like hone in on my skills and then uh and then i was thinking as i was thinking about doing it again I knew I wanted to do it again. It was just a matter of like when, when and like when the timing was right. And so, you know, everybody was friends and family were like, Oh, you got to do it again. You got to do it again. And then I actually got a phone call from um, like one of the talent finders. They have like guys, uh, guys and gals searching for like artists on social sure. media yeah. to like reach out to them, see if they want to audition for the show. And so um, a guy reached out to me, called me, because they had my info in their system from like season six, you know, right. six years ago when I auditioned. And so he's like, Hey man, like um, season 13 is coming up pretty quick here. And we're looking, we're actually looking for more country singers. Like I want to send you like an invite only audition. And we're actually, really? like, you get to bypass all of the previous auditions and basically go like straight into blinds. So yeah. I was like, yeah, sign me up, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I can't turn that down. Man. So I got I got super lucky, super fortunate, because because most people don't get that opportunity. It's yeah. really cool that they that they you know reached out to me. They found my stuff on social media and decided to reach out to me again. Um, so I got basically you know they flew me out to L.A. and then I had a month. You know, all the contestants, they'd shove us all in the in one hotel. Really? Not one hotel room, <laughs> but <laughs> a hotel. We're all, like, Rough. hanging out for a month in the same hotel. We all get to know each other super well. And it's actually a pretty good time. Like, we're all jamming together on our downtime. Yeah. But we're pretty busy most of the time with, like, rehearsals and stuff, getting together with 
the band and um so is that like our blind audition song so we had a whole month to prepare for the blind audition in LA really? when we're sequestered in this hotel I mean we're like on lockdown you're like you guys have to check in with us if you decide to walk across the street to get something to eat like you can't tell anybody what you're here for it's super super like top secret stuff a so month a keep- long time yeah so oh it's even longer than that man like from the very first audition, they call like the very first audition, like the cattle call where like thousands of people can just audition. Yeah. Anybody can audition basically. From that point up until the blinds, it's like, like four months. So you're keeping a secret for a really long time. And then even longer because we were for season 13, um, our blind audition happened in June of summer 2017 okay so like exactly two years ago is when we were filming for the show and then uh the show didn't air so we were filming for blinds in june and then came home for a little bit if you make it past the blinds luckily i got blake shelton to turn around so got to be part of yes let's go uh, came home for like the fourth of july and all that good stuff and then went back out from like mid-july to to like middle of august and that was for the for the next like battle rounds right and then they you know go on to knockout rounds after that if you make it past the battles so and then the season didn't air until like end of september that was like the yeah, so that's a that's a big gap so yeah we're talking like had i had the first audition for this season 13 um it would have been in like january or february and like, you had to wait time. and then from that time all the way up until september you have to keep it a secret. So it's a long, it's a long time to keep a secret. That's yeah. That's, that's tough. Cause I remember, cause the, the American warrior Snapchat thing I did, it was like a month and I was like, yeah. and they're like, you technically can't say anything. And I'm pretty sure I said something like I didn't. Yeah. You're like signing your life away on this like huge book of contracts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so crazy. I was like a month for me. I was like, dude, like when can I like say stuff? And it finally came out like a month later, but I can't imagine like, I mean, it, wait. Dude, it was yeah, by far like the hardest secret ever to keep. I mean, dude, yeah, we were, we were, it was driving us all crazy. Cause like, I bet, especially when you make it on a team, I mean, you could tell like immediate family and like, you got to right. tell your work and your boss, you know, cause all of us had to just get up and leave and like leave our jobs and stuff. We leave, yeah. leave families behind and all that. And so like, you know, obviously those people can know, but they can't tell anybody also. Right. So you gotta, you like, gotta so they, they're not going to tell anybody, let it out. Cause yeah, it's like, if you, if you let the word out and you know, it they get back to like the producers of the voice won't be good. <laughs> so did you have, so did you have a conversation with your boss at the time saying like, Hey, like I got to go for a month. Yeah. And they knew like they were, they were totally like on board with it. I mean, okay. you say you're like, got this amazing opportunity for you. Yeah. You know, and they knew I'd been chasing the music thing for a long time. Yeah. And so they, yeah, they're, they're, they're super cool about it. They're like, yeah, man, go do your thing. Good luck. Hope it goes well. So I was like, all right, peace out. I'll see you guys see you you know, hopefully in a couple months. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned, uh, so I did watch your, your blind audition. You killed it, by the way. And Thanks, you were on Team Blake. So can you tell me a little bit about how that was? Because I'm a, I'm a big country music fan. Um, yeah. You love Blake Shelton too. 
So that, um, how was that like experience in, in a nutshell? Yeah, it was crazy, man. So I, like, obviously me being a country singer, like Blake was always in the back of my mind. Like I was going to yeah. pick Blake if he, if he turned around or if like multiple chairs turned around. But at the end of the day, like you're on that stage, like it's crazy to even crazy hard to even get that opportunity just to get a blind audition. Yeah. Um, so there was like 80, there was like 86 of us who got a blind audition and then it gets cut down to 48, right? Cause there's four coaches and then, 12 contestants that get to be a part of each team. And so I had, you know, had Blake in the back of my mind, but at the end of the day, it's like, you just need one chair to turn around. Like, I don't care who it is. Like just getting a blind audition was amazing enough, but to be able to get Blake to turn around, he was the, he was the only chair turn for me, but it worked out. And he was like my top choice anyways. Dude. Um, so it was, it was awesome, man. When I saw him turn around, he had this big old smile on his face. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause like you're walking out there on that stage and it's so it's dead quiet. Like the whole place, like, cause there's an audience of like five or 600 people in there. And it's actually way smaller in person when you walk out there, like the, like the whole room really? is a lot smaller than it looks on TV. Um, so it's like, it's pretty intimate and like, you could hear your, like, Footsteps. So you hear like your footsteps, like your boots echoing throughout the whole really? thing. And everyone, like you see all these faces staring at you. And then you see the, the four chairs, you know, the coach's backs are turned towards you. And it's, it's a wild experience, man. And then it's, there's a countdown, the song gets going and then it's just go time mm-hmm. from there. But Blake turned around with like probably 10 to 15 seconds left of my song. What were you, th- what so were you was, thinking at that moment? And, and at that point, like, it's all blur. Like, <laughs> I don't even like, I remember him turning around, but then after like we have a, you know, we have a conversation and stuff and this is also, this gets stripped way down on TV. They have to, you know, make it, make the auditions a little bit shorter and, and the time frame shorter for TV. But all of us contestants out there, like you get chair turns, even if you don't get chair turns, you're talking to the coaches on that stage in front of the audience for like 15, 20 minutes. Really? Just about like, you know where you came from how'd you start music yeah like what made you want to audition for the voice so we're talking to them but they they cut that way down for tv just for time's sake um dude so i was you know by the from the start of my audition from the time i got off the stage it was like a full 20 minutes and the song is only 90 seconds long because it's cut the song's cut down so you got like a 90 second clip of a song to sing like a, a verse <laughs> chorus and then like a lot of us that was it It was like a verse and maybe a bridge and chorus or something that is intense i'm not it was nuts man but uh super cool experience like super blessed and grateful to to have that opportunity no doubt yeah so then so from that moment um i know you said you went back you went home for a little bit and then came back and that's when you started like actually working with blake is that correct so, yeah. So the, the blind auditions, like we get to, you know, give him a hug as I'm, you know, walking off the stage after my blind audition. And by the way, I was, I was freaking hugging his waist. I'm <laughs> Cause he's five, so tall. I'm barely five, nine and he's like six, five. <laughs> so I'm like awkwardly, like trying to reach up to hug him. <laughs> he's just like patting me on the back. Like, uh, but, but yeah, we don't get any time, like actual time spent with them until we, so we went home and then like you were saying, we flew back 
for the battle rounds. And then we get, you know, some time we get like, it's not like a, you know, we're spending every day with them. Right. It's like we had two days in a row for the battle that filming for the battle rounds that were like rehearsals or let's see, I'm trying to remember. It was two days of rehearsals back to back. And each day was like a 30 minute rehearsal. So oh, that's Blake yeah, so it's just 30 oh. minutes each day. So we got like an hour total with him. And and like that half hour just flies by too. I bet. They, he brought Rascal Flatts in, so they were the guest advisors. So like I was sitting in front of Rascal Flatts <laughs> and Blake Shelton trying to sing Fishing in the Dark, like crapping my pants, man. <laughs> so but like wouldn't, wouldn't trade that experience for anything though. Oh, I, I believe it. Did they, so was there like, did he like give you advice? Like, did like what kind of, like, yeah, what kind yeah. of advice did he give you? Yeah, they, they gave us a lot of like a lot of advice, mainly on the song we were singing, like what to do differently. So that's mainly what they were helping us out with was like like how to structure the song. And it, the battle rounds, um, for for those of you who aren't too familiar with the voice, the battle rounds are against another contestant on your team. So with the song that we we're singing saying our you know fishing in the dark was a song that blake chose for us so we had to figure out like what verse i was going to sing what verse red was going to sing i went against uh red marlowe was my battle partner yeah super cool guy super cool guy check him out on social media but uh yeah so we had to figure all that stuff out like logistics when i'm going to sing when we're both going to sing harmonies together so they really helped us out with figuring that out and then uh and they just, I mean, it's just super inspiring, the whole thing. I bet. Just being in front of them and, and you know, they're constantly giving us encouragement and stuff. And and it's not like they're rooting for, they're rooting for both of us. It's not right. like they're rooting for just one of us. And they're trying to help us out, help us both out equally, um, equally doing our parts out there. So it was, was, there, was there ever any, um, like, disagreement on, like, what verse you guys wanted? Like, no, they're actually, no, we're, yeah, we're pretty good with like being, being cooperative. We're, okay. <laughs> Red's a super, like, cool like, you know, Red, like you're never going to get in an argument with the dude. Yeah. Like, super cool guy. But no, we were, we spent some time like in our hotel rooms rehearsing before, like we met up with Blake and Rascal. Oh, yeah. Like we had rehearsals before that, like together and with okay. like, our vocal coach before we actually were like being filmed for TV. Gotcha. So we still had rehearsals before that, um, that we were figuring stuff out. Like we, on our own time, on free time, we'd get together and go over the song in our, in our hotel room. Then we'd have, we have vocal coaches behind the scenes outside of like Blake and those guys. So, you know, we'd meet up with our vocal coaches almost every day. And, and work on the song, work things out. They would give us advice. And then we basically took all of that, had the song pretty much figured out in our own way, and then took it to Blake and Rascal Flatts. And then they were like, yeah, I, mean, I think you guys should, you know, tweak this part. I think you should change this up a little different. So then we still, there was a couple of things that we still changed up based on Blake and, uh, and Rascal Flatts suggestions from that. Gotcha. That's interesting. I, did, I didn't know that. That's yeah, there, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes that, like, you don't – there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that they don't show on TV. I believe That's it. That's the crazy part about it. That was that was the most sur- surprising part for me of being on the show was just how much 
work there is to be done before, um, you know, just before the show airs and before we're even on camera at all. So, so wild experience, man. I, I believe it. I know that um, the battle rounds didn't turn out the way you'd hoped. Watched it. I think you, I know everyone, you killed it. Um, would you say that, do you think there would be a chance that you'd try out again? Or like, is that kind of, is that? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to try out again. Really? Because once you make it on a team, I'm, I'm not sure. I'd have to double check, but I don't think you're allowed to audition again. Like, if I didn't get a chair turn in the blind auditions, then I could go back I'm and back. try out again. But since I already made it on a team, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'd have to double check on that. But I don't, you know, like I had my time on the show. It was awesome. Like I spent a lot of time away from, from home and yeah. life and stuff. So it was, you know, it was very time consuming. I had to take time away from my job and stuff. So like I had my experience. I was happy with it. Like yeah. even, you know, like I said before, like just getting a blind audition in, in itself, even if I didn't get a chair turn was like a win for me. Yeah. So the fact that I made it, you know, onto Blake's team and then got a battle round with Red and just having that experience and getting, uh, getting coached by Blake Shelton Rascal Flats was incredible, man. So I feel like I don't even need to, I don't really need to prove anything by like having to go back and try out again. But, you know, ne- never know if the opportunity ever came up. I guess I wouldn't really know until, yeah. until it came up, so that's awesome man well you're a stud i'm i'm a big fan How are you man you gotta uh Stop. you gotta teach me some of your ninja warrior skills man come on <laughs> some crossfit we'll get some ninja in there yeah um, so when um what was i gonna say so obviously show was a probably one of the highlights of your career is that would you say oh for sure yeah definitely so I actually, I was on your website, um, kind of getting ready for this episode. And, um, I saw that you started playing guitar at nine, right? Didn't start singing until 17. So when, during that time, like, when did you decide that like music is something that I'm going to pursue? This is like what I want to do. Like, I love doing this. Would yeah. You- Honestly, like I started, so I, like you said, I started playing guitar when I was nine years old. And I was, a, you know, much more of a guitar player growing up because I wasn't ever a singer until like my senior year of high school. I was like 17 years really? old. And I started singing and I was always super shy growing up. I like, I never thought in a million years I was going to be a singer. Like, it's crazy how it worked out. But the, the reason that came about and like how I found my voice was I'd be going to like friends barbecues and bonfires and stuff and then like they would tell me to bring my guitar jam on the guitar a little bit but i can sing and they're like dude you gotta you gotta try to sing or something come on so (laughs) i'll try you know i'll I'll try at home and if i feel comfortable then i'll (laughs) i'll try to pursue it a little bit more so i i started uh posting youtube videos you know made a, a youtube account and page and started you know creating social media accounts and all that started i was just posting cover songs like just me sitting in front of my you know computer screen you know, i love it away at a cover song or something posting that to youtube 
And so if you go back, I think I still have some really old YouTube videos where I sound pretty terrible. No, <laughs> you, probably, you could probably go find those. Find those. Might have to scroll way down on my YouTube page. I know I've deleted some of them where like nowadays, I remember last year me and my wife were looking at some of the old videos and I was like, oh man, I sound horrible. Like delete. <laughs> well, at least you know you've gotten better. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing is I, I feel like I've, I've made a lot of improvements over, you know, the, the last, like, especially, um, four or five years or so. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, I, I, I've always been into music. I didn't know that like I wanted to pursue it as intensely as I have been, um, until I started singing really yeah. like, I was just kind of, you know, I loved playing guitar. I was always super passionate about it from nine years old on still am obviously. But like, once I found my voice, I was like, Oh man, I want to, you know, I actually want to pursue this thing a little bit more. And like, you know, I want to make myself more of a, more of a solo artist and like kind of uh, put myself out on social, social media and all that yeah. in that sense. And Yeah. Well, I was, it's funny cause I'm actually, I'm majoring in strategic communication, which is a lot. And like, we're discussing social media and stuff. And we literally were just talking about like how, like for musicians, like how much social media has like enhanced the process totally. of getting your name out there. And, and so that's so cool that you like are an example of like kind of starting. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing. Instagram came about. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise I don't know what I'd be doing right now. <laughs> Follow uh, Ryan scripts at Ryan scripts music, two P's. That's not right. One. Two P's not, not P T. Some people spell my name P T. <laughs> yeah. Two P's. Yeah. So yeah, shameless plug, Ryan Scripps on Instagram. Um, right on. So yeah, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Ryan Scripps Music, and then on Twitter, just Ryan Scripps. And then, uh, like you were saying earlier on my website, yes. you can find that at ryanscriptsmusic.com. Um, got everything, everything up there. You can find my music. And then iTunes, Spotify, you can find Boom. my music there. Uh, yeah, YouTube, check it out. Dude, we will. I was, you just answered all my questions that I was going to ask you about where to find your music. I, I knew where you were going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I just watched your, um, I don't know how recent the, the main music video that comes up. I think it was. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. You turn. Yes. I loved it. Yeah. Where did Thanks, you, where yeah, did you that was my, my first ever music video. So I was like kind of terrified when we were filming for it. I was like, I don't know how to, I got to loosen up a little bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was cool man yeah that, that song the song's been uh it's been good karate y and san jose been uh been playing it quite a bit so it's super cool that you know they've always had my backs from day one and they've played my stuff on my previous ep as well everything but her which i released yes. uh, about four years ago so that was the first music i ever released was that ep i went out to nashville for the first time and recorded six songs and then released it a few months later and um, Karate Y picked up that single, Everything But Her, off my first EP. They were playing that for a while, uh, a couple years ago. And then um, just last year, released U-Turn, my current single. Boom. And so, yeah, I got the music video out for that. It was uh, featured on Taste of Country. They actually premiered it. Um, so Taste of Country was, was a pretty big deal for me. So it was really cool. That they is, that, is that a radio? There is uh, a tasteofcountry.com. They're like a... Um, like a really popular blog for oh, like nice. country, country music, <clears throat> and upcoming news in the country music world and stuff. Oh, boom. So like they feature a lot of, 
like up and coming artists, um, music videos, any kind of big news, even if it's like a, you know, a, like somebody getting married in the country music industry or something, they'll, they always put out articles and stuff. So it's kind gotcha. of cool to feature my video. Boom. That's awesome. Yeah. So since, so I know that you released that EP and then your new music video, since the show, I know you were mentioning that you're playing live shows. So is that like, like since the show, like how has that changed kind of your music career and like slash, what are you doing now? Like with your music? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it's gotten me a heck of a lot busier, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> That's a good, but yeah. Playing, yeah. Well, like my shows, like the year after the show, just within the last year or two, my shows have like doubled from like the year before the voice. Really? So yeah. So it's been good, man. Like I'm, I'm playing shows just about every weekend. Um, the uh, the holidays die down a little bit just because it's the holidays, but yeah. like every other month we're we're trying to play as much as we can, and we've gotten bigger shows since then as well. Um, since since being on the Voice, so like we've gotten bigger shows, like opening up for big artists, you know, in, in front of larger crowds and stuff. So that's been super cool. Um, and uh, yeah, just plugging away, man. It's a tough industry to be in, but yeah. you just gotta you just gotta keep plugging away at it. Yeah, no, I, I can, I can only imagine. Um, so you're, you're pretty slammed every, every weekend. Would you say that there is, I know you just released that single. Would you say there's new music that we can be looking for? That's yeah, maybe for sure. So I recently, so I got married less than a year ago. December Thanks man. And uh, I know it's already like almost a year has flown by. It's crazy. But I, so for the wedding I wrote my wife, a song i know super sappy i won't get too sappy here oh <laughs> baby so i i wrote her a song i mean what everybody everybody probably expected like oh ryan's probably gonna sing something at his wedding for his wife yeah. right <laughs> and uh i kept it a pretty a pretty good surprise for my wife too she wasn't really expecting it so um so like you know anytime i could free time i could find at home when my wife wasn't here i was i was writing a song mm -hmm. for her and then i played it at our reception for everybody and that was super nerve-wracking like aside from the voice like i was almost more nervous to play that song for her at my wedding than like auditioning for the voice but uh so i'm i'm planning on releasing that song um hopefully like early next year it'll still be a little bit okay. a little ways away i gotta get out to nashville and and record i want to record that song out there plus i want to record some others and uh and then get hopefully a new ep out like early next year sweet that's, that's the plan but you know the you know music industry it's always things always get delayed so yeah. we'll hope, i'm hoping for a beginning of next year well i am fully supporting i will be looking out for that i'm stoked Thanks, man hear that that's that sounds emotional and it sounds yeah i know i don't know how i'm gonna yeah we'll, we'll see how the recording goes <laughs> we'll see how many it takes it takes it takes for me to actually like not start tearing up in the middle of the song, but it should be good. <laughs> Were you, uh, did you hold it together through the wedding or, or was it, uh, uh it was, I, I held it together better than I thought. Okay. Yeah. I, I got through the whole song without like, I had to take one little like pause. I mean, I was like strumming the guitar and I was supposed to be like starting the next verse, but I had to keep strumming and like, wait a second. Oh boy. I was a little choked up. But other than that, yeah, I, I thought I did, I did an all right job. Dude, I'm sure you killed it. It was it wasn't a hundred percent, but it was 
probably as good as I could have done at, at my wedding. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited. Was that, um, in a video at all? Like, are, yeah, are that- it's not like you can't find it on YouTube or anything, but yeah, people definitely recorded it. Like we had a, um, you actually can find, so I posted a snippet of, uh, our wedding video. So we had like professional videographers there and they videoed the whole thing and then put together a really amazing video for us and they in in our whole wedding video it's like six minutes long they put in a couple snippets of me playing gotcha and if you if you go to like my social media account um i think i posted on facebook and instagram okay. you'll have to like scroll down quite a bit um and my wife posted it too okay so, will i might lil go Whit, lil Whit Whit is her instagram <laughs> you can find her just go to my page you click on i think she posted the whole video so you might be able to find find the better video on her page i will i will definitely be looking for that yeah if if y'all want to get a little emotional out there check it out i love it i love it so kind of um as we're kind of wrapping up here one more thing i wanted to mention was i know you said at the beginning that you are also a big sharks fan oh yeah you I've seen on your social media, big follower, love it, love all your posts. You've played some, like, you've played for some shark events and yeah, whatnot. Is yeah, that, man. It's that? really really within, like, the last year. It's been super cool. They, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. The first, the first event we played for them was about a year ago. We played, actually, before their season started last year, they had, like, an alumni, like, a Sharks alumni event like a scrimmage game with like all the alumni sharks, like Ricci and a bunch of those guys that used to play on the team, you know, years back. So we got to play inside SAP center for that. We were like way up in the, like in the (laughs) but they had camera, they had full full on cameras on us and stuff. So like in between the intermissions we would play and they would show us on the jumbotron. So it was pretty cool. You're like, hey. and there was a pretty good crowd there too for that. <clears throat> and then since then, like during this shark season last year, they would have viewing parties when sharks were playing in away game. And so they would do these viewing parties in like downtown San Jose somewhere, or uh, one of the really cool spots they were they were holding them at where it was a uh, Via Stadium where the San Jose. Yes, was. I saw that. So th- those were super cool because like we're outside on the on the grass, not the field, but like. If you've ever been to buy a stadium, it's super nice. And they have, yeah. they have like one of the largest outdoor bars, I think, in like North America or something like that. Oh, wow. And then, uh, so we were playing like right by the bar. I and mean, there's this big other, you know, lawn area where everybody, everybody can set lawn chairs down. And they got a big old TV where they're showing the Sharks games. And so we would play out there on the lawn, like full band for those. So it was pretty cool. We did, did quite a few of those. And then during the playoffs, we played quite a few as well. And those got super packed. Oh, like yeah. the whole lawn was filled. Like we're talking probably uh, upwards of like a thousand people showing up for those viewing parties. That's so, wild. Yeah, the, I'm yeah, going to have to like, make it out next. I'm super grateful to have that opportunity because Sharks have always, I've always been a diehard Sharks fan, me and my whole family. Let's go. Yeah, right? I know, man. They got to get that It's coming. They're going to get it. They're going to get we're it. it. We're getting it. I love it. I love it. So, um, kind of as we finish up here, a question we ask all of our guests in the midst of your busy schedule, in the midst of being a musician, um, how do you hang loose? How do you get a breather in the day? How do you just kind of 
kick back and and take things into perspective, if you will? Yeah. Honestly, probably just at the end of the night, just sitting on the couch with my wife, like glass of wine or something. Boom. Some dinner. Yeah, that's that's the best way that me and my wife both get some relaxation in our days, just end of the night. Hang out before I gotta go to bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> but uh yeah. And and like during the day if I have some free time, like my wife, you know, works all day and then I have kind of some sometimes some downtime in the middle of the day because I coach like morning classes and then afternoon and evening classes. I'll sit down with my guitar and like puck away, practice some songs, maybe, maybe try to write a little bit and get to some some emails and book shows and stuff. And you know, that's always that's always not too stressful. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have a, a favorite show that you watch? A favorite show? Um honestly I don't like so my wife watches a ton, like she watches way more shows. She's got a whole list of shows like and they're like MTV shows. Uh, like, <laughs> Little Women of LA, yeah, oh yeah, Bachelor. But like, I'm talking like Little Women of LA. Have you ever seen that? Like, just I don't think I have. super funny, man. Check it out. I will. <laughs> so she she watches that show, and then what are some of the others she watches? She watches uh, 90 Day Fiance. Oh wow! Those just like super funny <laughs> shows that I would I probably would never watch on my own time. Yeah. But like she'll normally turn the TV on, and then I'll just sit through whatever she watches. But, um, but we'll turn on Netflix a lot, and we'll like throw on a movie or something. Boom. So, but okay. for me, it's all Sharks hockey, man. Once Sharks oh. hockey starts, like that's what I'm watching for one month. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, me too, man. Me too. Um, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, kind of as we finish up here. Um. I know that you are a guest that I have wanted on here since we started. Um, so I appreciate you, you taking the time. I know you're super busy. Um, and if you guys are listening to this, check out Ryan's social media at Ryan Scripps Music with two P's and not a T. Um, and his website, www.ryanscriptsmusic.com. Ryan, thank you so much again. You were the man. Appreciate it. man. On. Yeah, really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man. We'll talk soon. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode of Hanging Loose. Don't forget to subscribe, check out next week's episode, and as always, hang loose, baby.